Welcome to Victory Christian Fellowship. We're going to start off with some worship and prayer. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our Wednesday night refreshing. We are doing this from our living room today because um, we want to make sure that we get uh, the word to you tonight, and it was better to bring it to you from our living room. So sing with us as we um, sing together. I'm going to share this. So some of you can come online. Let's wait a minute till a bunch of people come online. If you missed the beginning, when we're finished, you want to go back and check it out because Josiah did our introduction live. Hello, I see folks are coming on. You want to go ahead and share this with folks. Let them know that we are live right here on Facebook tonight. Sure that we can come up here live and uh, share with our friends. And let's get ready to worship God tonight. This is Gabriel playing the guitar. Hello.
of the goodness of God. Lord, we worship you tonight. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory. We thank you, Father, for your goodness. We thank you, Lord, that you are good to us, that you are a good God, that you have grace for us to be able to stand, and when we've done all to stand, that you have mercy for us, no matter what is going on in our lives, that you have the peace that passes understanding, that you have love that could never be measured. And Father, I just thank you tonight that as your people, as people listen to the word of God tonight, as they worship you tonight, Father, that your peace that passes understanding will enter their atmosphere, that your love that cannot be measured will be known to them, that your refreshing will come upon them tonight, Father. That they will truly be refreshed and rejuvenated and uplifted, Father. We just thank you, Lord. We give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, praise God. We hope that you are blessed tonight by some worship. And now my husband, Pastor Doug, is going to come and teach. I think he said he's talking about prayer tonight. But if you would like to log on to our website, vcfpa.org, if you wanted to give offerings tonight, uh, that our regular attenders that normally bring offerings to church, you can do that online tonight if you'd like, right there on our website at vcfpa.org. You know where that is. God bless you guys. Here's Pastor Doug. <laughs> Come on, my love. Well, it is a, definitely a family affair tonight. I want to thank uh, Josiah and Fiona and Gabriel. They did such a fantastic job. And uh, we're so glad to be able to join you and uh, for you to join us. Uh, you're going to be encouraged tonight because we're going to look at some scriptural prayers that are in the Bible and we're going to then pray because, you know, prayer that's based in God's Word that's done in faith will change things and how many know that we need some we need to make some changes in our country and what's happening in the world um, things need to evil needs to be overturned with the Word of God and the power of our Lord Jesus Christ so I want to start in the book of Romans chapter 1 and we're gonna look at verses 10 to 12 and I'll be reading these scriptures from the Amplified Version. So whatever version you have, you can follow along. And uh, these are prayers. I call them scriptural prayers because they're prayers that the writers of the Bible, inspired by the Holy Spirit, wrote for our benefit. <clears throat> and they have power to them. Um, so let's read this. In Romans chapter 1, verses 10 through 12, I keep pleading that somehow by God's will. You know, God always um, wants us to pray according to his will. And then he says, I may now at last prosper to come to you, for I am yearning to see you. And I know that many of us, we are yearning to see each other, to be able to come together uh, in our beautiful building and to worship the Lord. And that day is going to come soon, and we're just believing God for that. 
Um, and then it says that I may impart and share with you some spiritual gift to strengthen and establish you. I believe that there are some people that could use some strength and that there are people that can be established because sometimes things in the world can be shaky, but things with God are always firm. So Paul desired to impart some spiritual gift to them and to strengthen and establish them. He's talking to believers. And then verse 12, that is that you may that we may be mutually strengthened and encouraged and comforted by each other's faith, both yours and mine. Did you know that our faith was designed to encourage and strengthen and comfort one another? You know, the Bible says, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another man. And it is my heart's desire that through the power of God, through the power of the Holy Spirit and the power of his word, that we are going to be mutually strengthened, encouraged, and comforted, especially in times like this. You don't have to fear. You don't have to worry because instead of that, we're going to trust God together. So let's pray this prayer. Heavenly Father, we're so grateful and thankful that when the word of God goes forth, Lord, spiritual gifts are imparted to your people that strengthen us and establish. I pray, Father, that every person who's watching, that every person who loves the Lord Jesus may be strengthened and established in the faith. And Lord, I pray that together we will get stronger, we will be encouraged, and we will be comforted in the name of Jesus. And we give you thanks and praise, Father, that you've given us the faith to do just that. I want to go on to Romans chapter 8, verses 26 and 27. Romans chapter 8. This is the greatest help that God has given us in prayer. It's the Holy Spirit. He says in Romans 8, 26, so too the Holy Spirit comes to our aid and bears us up in our weakness. Oh, thank God for the strength that the Holy Spirit brings when we're weak. You know, the Bible says, let the weak say, I'm strong. Why don't you go ahead and say that right now? Say, I am strong. Say it with an affirmation. Say it with a strength from within you. Say, I am strong. So he comes to our aid. He comes to help us and bears us up in our weakness. For we do not know what prayer to offer or, or how to offer it worthily as we ought. But the Spirit himself goes to meet our supplication and pleads on our behalf with unspeakable yearnings and groanings too deep for utterance. He who searches the hearts of men knows what is the mind of the Holy Spirit, what his intent is. 
because the Spirit intercedes or pleads before God on behalf of the saints according to and in harmony with God's will. You know, friend, the greatest thing, the greatest gift that God gave the world was his son, Jesus Christ, that brings salvation. But the greatest gift that God gave his church is the Holy Spirit. Now, everybody who's born again has the Holy Spirit, but there's another level above just having the Holy Spirit. It's to be filled and overflowing with the Spirit. And how do we know if someone is filled with the Spirit? Well, the Bible is clear that uh, they speak in other tongues. And this is a great gift for the body of Christ. The Holy Spirit is a gift. And if, if you don't, if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, you might have him, but you got to be filled with him. You know, I can have a jug of water, but if it's just sitting on the table, I'm not filled with that water. I got to drink that water inside and then I'll begin to be filled with that water. God wants you filled with the Holy Spirit because we can connect with the Holy Spirit. I mean, what do you pray for in these times? Sometimes you don't know exactly what to pray for. You don't know how to pray, but the Holy Spirit, he then comes to our aid. He comes to bear us up in our weakness. And when we hook up with him, he prays out God's perfect will. And you know, this is a time when we need to be led by the Holy Spirit more than ever. God knows how to get you through trouble. He knows how to navigate you. He knows how to provide for you. He knows how to supply your need. He knows how to get you to where you need to go. But we have to listen to him. And that's something that we do. So I want to go over to the book of Ephesians. And uh, we want to go to Ephesians chapter 1, verses 15 to 23. This is a powerful, powerful prayer that Paul prayed for the Christians, the saints in Ephesus. I'm talking to saints tonight. If you believe in Jesus Christ and you've confessed him as your Lord, then you are a saint. Oh, I'm so glad that I don't have to die to become a saint. Praise God. But I become a saint, and these prayers are designed for the saints. You know, the Bible encourages us to pray for the saints. Aren't you glad? But these prayers are powerful. These prayers uh, have a lot of force behind them. Ephesians chapter 1. I'm going to stop periodically and uh, uh, for over the statements. For this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus. Oh, thank God that our faith speaks. I want my faith to be heard. I want my faith to be seen. I want people to hear my faith, and I want people to see my faith. He says, I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints. You know, people of faith are people of love. Praise the Lord. The people of God. I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. You know, every time we pray, we should start off with thanksgiving. That way we're already expecting an answer from God. He says, 
I, I do not cease to give thanks to you, making mention of you in my prayers. For I always pray to God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, that he may grant to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. You know, we need God's wisdom in this time and in this hour. And he's telling us that we can pray and he'll give us the spirit of wisdom and of revelation. You know, God, we have, God gives us the spirit of wisdom, but then he pulls back the veil and he allows us to see things in the invisible realm. He allows us to see things that can't be seen with the natural eye. You know, like when uh, Hagar was wandering through the wilderness, she couldn't see the well that was right next to her. But when Ishmael prayed, God opened her eyes and she saw. She saw. She had a revelation. And, you know, we need, God, we need God's wisdom and revelation in today. He says, for insight into mysteries and secrets. You know, this thing, uh, the COVID-19 virus, Thank God it has a name because there's a name greater than any other name, the name of Jesus. Anyway, it's an invisible foe. You can't see it, but God can reveal truth about it. He can tell you what to do or where to go or where not to go or what not to do. And uh, that's where revelation comes in. He'll pull back the veil. And then he uh, may grant you that we may have knowledge of him. You know, God is praying that this is a time to really get to know God. This is a time to strengthen your relationship with God. This is a time to really get close to God. You know, the Bible says in James, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. So we have to draw. And then verse 18 of this verse, having the eyes of your heart flooded with light. You know, there's enough darkness in the world but I want my heart, I want my spiritual sight to be flooded with light. You know, Jesus said, there is no darkness in me. Darkness couldn't have a hold, couldn't, it didn't even have a foothold in him. He was full of light, and God wants us to be people of light too. So what does that mean when we're full of light? We can know and understand the hope to which he has called you. Oh, God has called us to a hope. He's called us to a great expectation. He has called us to something better. Are you, don't lose hope today. Don't let the devil steal your hope. Put your hope in God. Expect great things. Expect God to do great things in us. What do we need to know about his hope? And we, we need to know about his hope and how rich is his glorious inheritance in the saints. You know, folks, we have a great, glorious, rich inheritance that God has given us. We are joint heirs with Jesus. What he gets, we get. What happens to him, happens to us. Good things happen to him, good things happen to us. And then in verse 19 of Ephesians 1, so that you can know and understand what is the immeasurable, unlimited, and surpassing greatness of his power. The power of God can destroy every virus 
that this earth has ever seen. The great surpassing power of God, it can protect you, it can keep you, it can, it can sustain you, it can provide for you. It can lead you through dark times. You know, maybe I'm talking to some people who aren't working regularly. God can provide other ways. He has got multiple ways of getting good things to you. Just trust him. Just believe him. Just commune with him. You know, just think, we have a whole lot of extra time to be reading the Bible and praying and worshiping. Uh, I, I saw a funny thing the other day. Uh, it, it said, uh, you know, sometimes we say so many things that we're going to do when we have time. Well, we have time. Uh, but uh, we'll just keep moving on. And it, this mighty great power that works, it's actually working in us. It's actually working to strengthen us. You know, the power of God is far greater than COVID-19. And people need to know that. Amen? The, the, the best cure for any disease is a gospel. Gospel. All right? Verse 20 of this passage of Scripture which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in heavenly places. The power that we need to become familiar with and we need to know by experience is his resurrection power. You know, I believe God's going to do something good coming up. You know what's coming up? Resurrection day. There's a resurrection coming up. And I'm getting excited. I'm going to believe with the president. You know, he was hopeful that... Uh, this thing could start uh, breaking loose. I think it could start breaking loose right now. But I think activity can resume. You know, I'm just believing God. I mean, I'm not saying that that's the final day. But I'm just believing God. Resurrection Day is a good day for things to turn around. Amen? That's a great opportunity for things to look up, for things to get better, for God to do the miraculous. You know, God... There wasn't one plague in Egypt that touched the Israelites. Did you know that? When God sent the plagues to Egypt, the Israelites were kept safe, but it was the people who had denied God or were worshiping false gods, they were the ones who were harshly affected by that. I want to go to Ephesians chapter 3. I want to look at this prayer. And then uh, we're going to take another moment to pray these things. You know, but I'll, these are prayers that you can pray for yourself. You can pray for someone else. Just put your name in and, and personalize it. You know, like for example, you can say, you know, I do not cease to give thanks to you making mention of myself in, in my prayers. If, I'm, if I was praying it for me, I would personalize it that way. Or if I was praying for Mary Smith, I would say, I cease not to give thanks for Mary Smith. And I'm making mention of Mary Smith in my prayers. That's how I would pray for someone else. So just stick their name in there. But let's go to Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 to 21. It says, For this reason, seeing the greatness of his plan, of this plan by which you are built together in Christ, 
I bow my knees before the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, for whom every family in heaven and earth is named, that the Father, from whom all fatherhood takes the title and derives his name, verse 16, may he grant you out of the rich treasury of his glory to be strengthened or reinforced with mighty power in the inner man by your Holy Spirit. You know, some people uh, may worry so much that they literally get sick, that it hurts their insides, but could you use some strengthening of God's mighty power in your inner man, on the inside of you? And that comes by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our comforter. He's our strengthener. He's our standby. He's our advocate with the Father. He is our guide and our teacher, and he is our strengthener. Oh, praise God that we can receive strength. I believe that God's going to impart strength to us right now, tonight, whoever is listening to this message and whoever sees this message. Uh, your strength is going to come to you in the name of Jesus. It has to because we're going to pray. These are scriptural prayers. So I'm believing God that we are going to be strengthened with might in our inner man by the Holy Spirit who is indwelling our inner being. Verse 17, may Christ through your faith actually dwell, settle down, abide, make his permanent home in your heart. Has, do you have that pre inward dwelling presence? You know, we should be more God inside minded. Uh, we should be aware of his work on the inside of us. And uh, that's where he wants to dwell. He dwells in our spirits. And uh, verse 18, that you may have the power to be strong and apprehend or understand and grasp with all the saints what is and experience the love. You know, God, there are levels of God's love. There's breadth or there's length, there's height, there's depth. Breadth is the width of his love, the height of his love, the depth, depth of his love, all right? And the length of his love. You know, God abounds in love because he is love. And verse 19, that you may really come to know practically through experience yourselves the love of Christ. You know, we can't just know the love of God in our heads. We've got to experience it in our lives. We have got to embrace the love of God and let the love of God embrace us. Oh, the love of God. God loves you. Have you really just considered how much God loves you? What he's done for you, where he's brought you from, where he's brought you to. You know, I, I get passionate when I'm talking about God's word. And uh, I don't apologize for it because God is the most awesome person on the planet. And I love him with all my heart. And I want other people to love him too. But we need to be rooted and grounded in the love of God. When you're rooted and grounded in the love of God, the things that like are happening in our world today aren't going to affect us because we're rooted and grounded in the love. You know, God's, the Bible says God's love never fails. It's a firm protector. It's, it's going to cover us. And when God's love comes into our life, it, it covers a multitude of sins. Amen. 
God's love gives us mercy. God's love gives us grace. God's love gives us second chance after second chance. You know, this is a lot of second chances for some people. I know some people have, have gone astray, you know, like the prodigal son. And uh, they're off doing their own thing, you know. God's kind of secondary. He's not first place. But it's time to turn that around. We have got to put God first. We have got to put God, his people, his things, and his purpose, his kingdom first. All right? Let's finish this prayer, and then we're going to pray. And uh, hallelujah. So uh, we got to know, we got to be rooted and grounded in God's love. And then he says that you may be filled throughout all your being unto all the fullness of God. Oh, man, God wants to chalk you full of himself. Woo! Man, when you're full of God, you know what's going to come out? Power. Love. You know, you're going to walk in fruitfulness. You're going to walk in the blessing. You know, when God fills you full of himself, that you may be through your out your whole being unto all the fullness of God, and you may have the richest measure of divine presence and flooded with God. We need to be filled and flooded with God. Oh, when you're filled and flooded with God, fear bounces off of you, depression can't stay in you, uh, Heaviness is broken. Joy is released. Peace abounds like a river. Oh, man, when you're full of God. I'm going to read that again because that is incredible. Listen to these words. I didn't write it. The Holy Spirit wrote it. Paul wrote it, but he, the Holy Spirit gave the words. He said that you may be filled through all your being unto all the fullness of God, and that you may have the richest measure of the divine presence and become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself. Man! Verse 20. Some of you know this verse. And I'm going to end it here, and then we're going to pray. Now to him who by in all consequence of the action of his power that it that is at work within us. I want you to know that his power is at work within you right now. He is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly, far over and above all that we dare to ask or think infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. So let's just take a moment and let's pray. Amen. Because that's where the rubber meets the road. You know, all these words are good, but unless we put them into practice, it's not going to mean anything. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, that you grant us by your grace that we are strengthened with might in our inner man, by the Holy Spirit, and that through our faith, Lord, we are rooted and grounded in your love that never fails. And Lord, we just give you thanks and praise for filling us full 
of, of yourself. Lord, we thank you that we overflow with your love and your goodness in our lives. And Lord, we're so thankful that your power is at work within us. And Father, I, I just pray over the body of Christ. I thank you, Lord, that you protect us and deliver us from all evil, that no harm comes near our dwelling. I thank you, Lord, you deliver us from the snare of the fowler and the arrow that flies by day. And Lord, we're so grateful and thankful that we have a good God. We have a good shepherd who watches over us, who protects us, and uh, he can keep us. Lord, I speak to everybody that everybody is whole. Every organ is whole, Lord. We are healed by the, the name of Jesus, by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of our testimony, Lord, we are overcomers. And I give you thanks and praise that you're raising up the body of Christ to be a bright light in the darkness, Lord. And you're navigating us through these times. And we give you all the glory and all the praise in the name of Jesus. I hope that you're encouraged tonight as I just felt led to talk about these prayers and to pray. And uh, this, is, this is how I learned how to pray to God. I studied these scriptures a lot uh, in the past, and I still do. I still look at them, and I still think about them. And uh, it helped me to um, guide my prayers. You know, prayers that are based on God's word are prayers in faith, because uh, that is his will. And it's a great tool. I'd encourage you to look through the epistles and uh, find where, where Paul prayed for these churches and different things. I have a lot more, but, you know, we didn't get to them all tonight because uh, I just I didn't want to be too long. But I want you to have a blessed, blessed night. And if there's anything that BCF can do for you, we love to, we're there as a light to be a help to you. You can call the church. And we're so thankful uh, for those of you that have given online and have dropped your gifts off of the church. It's been such a great blessing. And if uh, you, you can do the same, you can go to our website and uh, you can give your gifts that way. You know, your gifts get prayed over uh, several times. So we're believing that God's multiplying your gifts and you're going to be abundantly blessed at, so that you can inherit God's promises and experience their, best, their benefits. So have a great, great night. God bless you.